Hello and welcome to Movies My Wife Won't Watch. Hello. First one of the new year. First one in what? Since uh, Halloween, actually. Wow, we are such slackers. Yeah. (laughs) We need to get a a better schedule going here, that's for sure. Um, Yeah, so we're back at it and uh, we'll just dive right in. With small talk, man. With small talk. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of what slackers we are. What are your New Year's resolutions, if you have any? Um, well, this year, one thing that I wanted to do was to try and reconnect uh, old friendships or existing relationships that I just haven't talked with people in a while. So I've got a couple friends that I haven't talked to in a couple of years, or we can go years at a time without talking to just try and set up r- more regular calls with them to just kind of touch base and get to know yeah. what what's been going on in their lives so how about you that's really good um to i guess to sit us down and do more podcasts <laughs> i don't know <laughs> be more diligent in my work that's mm. my goal yeah well a lot of that's dependent on me though too it's finding movies and then you know taking notes so there's a little bit of work that has to be done on each one but you can add that one to your to your list then. Yeah, I more should. diligent podcasting. <laughs> Hopefully, get into more routine. Yeah. Build our huge audience even. Oh easier. man, maybe we could double it. Yeah, and get three people. So four people. This week's episode movie we're talking about. I'm surprised that we haven't because I think we've done 15 or 16 episodes already. And this is the first Stallone movie. Which I find really do. hard to believe. It is. Because it sounds like I listened to like five or six of them already. <laughs> well, we've done a lot of action, 80s action movies. That's probably why. Um, and this is another 80s action movie. But this is Goody. one that I think most people haven't seen, um, which is part of why I, the reason I picked it. And honestly, to kind of go in a little bit of backstory. So a um, friend of mine, shout out to Lance if you're listening. Um, had started watching all of the movies that Stallone had ever been in. Mm, and thanks, we were looking at Internet Movie Database and, and going through all of these. So I started to watch some of his older ones too. And this was one that I hadn't seen. Um, but when I watched it, it was uh, it was all right. I mean, it wasn't. It's typical 80s of some of the stuff that goes on in it, which you'll hear as we discuss it. But um, there's also some really interesting trivia at the end that I'll talk about that I didn't know about either until I'd actually done a little bit more research on yeah. the movie. So we'll just jump right into it. Let's dive. So the movie is Cobra. Um, I, I don't think I've even heard of this one. Yeah, so it's from 1986. Um, I normally mention the director, but I don't recall the director's name off the top of my head. Um, so the movie starts, and it actually – it's the intro credits are kind of um, Stallone talking about crime stats. Okay. So it's like every 11 seconds there's a robbery and every, you know, whatever, there's a murder. So, and then it, it shows a, a gun and then it's like bang. And then it, as the gun <laughs> fires, it like says Cobra or whatever. <laughs> so uh, that was kind of funny. But so in the beginning there's there's a group of guys that are standing in what looks like uh um a swimming pool in like a building and it's all drained and 
like you can tell it's been like vandalized, so I'm sure it's been abandoned or whatever. But there's a group of guys standing in the circle. And they circle. have a sing-off, acapella. No, sing-off. they don't. Sadly, um, they're clinking axes together in like an X formation, mm. like every single one of them. So it's almost like this cult kind of thing or Ritual. whatever. And you're like, what the heck's going on? Um, but then, so that's just like a little kind of intro, which you'll find out later as we talk about this. But, um, so then it, it pans over to this grocery store and it's just people going about, you know, getting groceries and there's coming out of the store and then you see this guy walk into the store and he looks like he's, I think he's wearing like a, a puffy jacket or a, um, like army kind of jacket or whatever. And he goes in and he's like not ignoring people and he goes in and uh, he, oh, he he drives up on a motorcycle. I forgot to say this. And he parks in a handicap space mm. and then he walks in the store and I'm like, man, you can tell this guy's a, a <laughs> loser already <laughs> parking in a handicap space with his mic or a motorcycle. So he goes in and then he just starts shooting up the place. Mm. So he doesn't, at least initially, he doesn't shoot people. He just like starts shooting at the produce and lettuce and stuff like this. <laughs> so there's all this stuff exploding in the store, you know, mm-hmm. cereal boxes and crap like that. Mm-hmm. And everybody's freaking out, running outside, obviously. Mm-hmm. So then he goes in the back and um, ends up taking some hostages. So SWAT stages outside. The police show up. And uh, one of the guys is like, we need to call the Cobra, he says. <laughs> <laughs> like so, he's well known. Oh, this guy's shooting up the place. Cobra's got to be called in. Yeah. So he drives up in this um, this super old car. But it's almost kind of like uh I think it's like a Mercury or something, but it's one of those cars that looks like a, um, like a, a not like a drag car, but like a, uh, it's an older car, like in the fifties kind of car, but it's, you know, sometimes they'll paint them up with like flames, flames on the sides. Stuff, yeah. yeah. So it kind of looks like that, okay. but it's, it's just one solid color. Mm. And the plate says awesome 50. Oh, man. Yeah, right? So so there were 49 other ones that were more awesome. Or maybe it's a 1950 model. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're saying the plates that have been yeah. issued? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That could be. I doubt it, though. Um, so he he gets out of his car, and he's got these, like, aviator sunglasses on, oh, and he's yeah. chewing on a match. Oh, yeah. So awesome. that's, like, his thing as he's uh, going through the movie. It's so, like Kojak's lollipop. So he goes into the store and this guy is talking like crazy and he's like, you know, I'm going to kill them all. And he's like, where are the TV cameras? You need to get the TV cameras in here because he wants to be on TV. Mm. And he's like, you know, this is the way of the new world, he says. Mm. So he's got these people hostage and uh, Cobra walks into the store and you can hear him yelling, the guy yelling. But he's like kind of dodging as he's like going between rolls so you don't see him. But then he walks up to this end of this end cap and he grabs a Coors off the shelf and he just pops it open and starts <laughs> drinking it. I'm like, yeah, that's that's real badass. Oh, and uh, so he picks up the intercom for the store, you know, and the oh, guy yeah. shoots at him because he sees him drinking his beer or whatever. And he's like, hey, dirtbag, lousy shot, he says. And and then he's like, you wasted a kid for nothing. Now I'm going to waste you. (laughs) 
So this guy is like, he's, he's getting upset obviously. Right. So he kind of sneaks around the back. So he doesn't actually know where he is. And he like comes up behind him and then he turns around and this guy's got like a sawed off shotgun and he's like, there's a couple people there and he's like, I'm going to kill you, man. I'm going to kill these people. And he's like, um, this is the tagline of the movie poster too, <laughs> by the way, he says, you're a disease and I'm the cure. <laughs> and he shoots him <laughs> and he shoots the guy. Oh and my he, gosh. Uh, I think he throws a knife too or something. And, um, I want to say it like sticks in his leg or something like that. But anyways, hmm. so, so the guy's taken care of and he comes out of the store and he's like, yeah, I've, I've taken care of everything or whatever. And the reporters are harassing him and, and the reporters are giving him crap. Like, what are you doing shooting that guy? Like everybody's got equal uh. protection under the law. And he uh, grabs a body that's on the stretcher that they're hauling out. He and grabs he, it? He doesn't grab it, but oh. he like unzips the, the body bag. And he's like, um, he's like, tell that to his family, he says. Oh, my gosh. You know, like yeah. everybody's at yeah. equal protection yeah, kind yeah. of thing. So, um, so yeah, mm-hmm. he he uh, drives home and he goes to park his car and someone's like in his spot. It's like this car of like these Mexican guys. And he just rams into the back of the car because <laughs> they're like, to you're Wanda. in my spot. And the guy's like, hey, what's going on? You know, what are you doing that for? And he... He grabs him by the t-shirt and he just rips his shirt off <laughs> and he's like, clean up your act, he says. <laughs> and, the, and the guys- like they're just trying to give him taglines. And I don't know any tagline from this movie so far. Yeah, well, like I said, the it's you're not, a disease and I'm the cure is yeah, the tagline. But you don't hear that like you hear it from Arnold movies now. That's true. You know what I mean? Well, this movie wasn't very popular. Exactly. So that's why you don't hear it. I think there's it, a reason but. for that. So he pushes the car out of the way and the guys, they don't, you think they like pull guns and like start shooting them and stuff, but they're yeah. just like, oh, okay, whatever, we'll move kind of thing. Oh, you're, you're yeah. scary. Yeah, so he goes into his um, into his uh, apartment and he starts like cleaning his guns, mm. cleaning his gun that he has and he like opens up this, he takes an egg carton out of the fridge and you think it's eggs, but it's really his gun cleaning kit. <laughs> And then he starts cleaning the gun, and then the evening news is on. Mm. And they're talking about this guy called the Night Slasher, mm. which is like killing people. And there's no rhyme or reason to the people that he's mm-hmm. killing. Like it's random. Yeah, it it's seem all men, women, elderly. It's just there's no pattern to it. So there, in the next scene, there's a this van. <clears throat> excuse me. This lady who's coming out of the diner. She's closing it up because she was working there and she comes out and she goes to get into her car and this like van pulls up and then these guys jump out and like they're carrying like axes and stuff mm. and she like runs through her Are car. Are these the ritual guys? Well, yeah, that, that's kind of what it, it seems to be. Okay. And uh, th- so the lady's closing up. She gets in her car and is like trying to get away and the guys jump on the car and they like, smash her car with like sledgehammers and axes and stuff and she ends up getting killed um and then they go to the um, police station and they show cobra and the reason why they call him cobra is his name is cobretti cobretti is his last name how convenient so they call him cobra (laughs) 
Well, I think they got the nickname from his actual right. name. Well, I know, but like the I can just see the right in the writers' room. So want to call this movie Cobra? So how can he get his <laughs> nickname? We're gonna give him the last name Cobretti. Co- Co- yeah, that's it. <laughs> so he's on the what's called the Zombie Squad, and basically what the Zombie Squad is, and I had never. This is a little bit of trivia now, but. Um, there are actually some places in different countries that have these things. Hmm. Not in the U.S., obviously, because what a zombie squad is is it's these cops that go out at night and take care of crime, but they do it on their own terms. What? So it's almost kind of like vigilante justice, yeah. but they're police officers. So Thank I, God we don't have it in this country. I know, right? Be bad. <laughs> well, I mean, they, I mean, it, you know, they have like, ethics because they're like they're cops, right? I know. But they're like throwing people around and they're not like civil oh. liberties and stuff like that. Oh, it's not like yeah. they're going out and killing people just because they want to. It's like they're cleaning up the streets basically. Unless they were a disease. So he's like, he wants to get on the Night Slasher stuff because he wants to figure out who's doing this. And he's like, you can't do it. You're on the zombie squad. You're on at night or whatever. And he's like, yeah, we're playing by these bullshit rules, he says, mm. or whatever. You know, we're not going to be able to catch him. Um, the killer doesn't play by the same rules, so we're going to lose kind of thing. Right. So then you go to this other scene where this van is following this car up to like this intersection, and it's the same van that was outside the diner, right? Mm. And he they ram into the bumper of this lady at the intersection, and she freaks out, and this lady gets out of the van and goes up to the window of the driver's side and is like, oh, you know, so sorry, you know. And she's talking to her and stuff. And then this other guy like gets out of the van and like comes up on the other side of the vehicle. So she's in on it too. And Hmm. um, so they start like attacking her. Well, then Bridget Nielsen, you know who that is, right? Bridget Nielsen. She was in one of the Rocky movies, wasn't she? Um, Well, she was in Red Sonja, which was kind of like... Conan the Barbarian, but for her as a woman. No, but she was. Didn't she play the girlfriend of the Russian fighter? It could. Yeah, you could and be right. Were they dating? Like, yes, they were actually dating. They it, started dating, I think, either during or right after this movie, because she was in the movie with Stallone. Was she okay? Was this before? This had to be before Rocky through four. Oh uh, well, this was in '86. I don't know what year Rocky four was. Is it three or four that? The one with Drago. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so she pulls up on the scene. She's just driving her Jeep, and she kind of shows up on accident. Mm. Like, I'm just going down this road, and then I stumble across this crime going on. And she, as she drives by, she sees the dude who's the Night Stalker, and she quick takes off. So is the guy who's the Night Stalker the one in the van with this other lady that's helping him? Well, there's a whole group of them. Oh. But he's he's in the mix. Okay. But, yeah, he's he's the one they're calling Night Stalker. And he's, uh, I've seen him in other movies. He plays like a bad guy and he's kind of like a built body builder type Mm. guy. I don't know his exact name, but so yeah, she drives by and it's like, okay, well now she knows what I look like. So we got to track this lady down. down, Right. Yep. So the woman's like, get the license plate on the Jeep. She says, and, um, they she you find out then that she's a cop so the the lady who oh, yeah Bridget. she's no 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 
the lady who got out, who talked to the lady that they who was hit. part of the who was part, part of, of the, the Night gang. Stalker. Yeah, gang. she's a cop. Great. Yeah. Steve? So they look up her license plate and they find uh. out her name is Ingrid Knudsen. And uh, so they go back to the police station and they're, you know, all of the cops are, are talking together and Co- Cobra's in there and they're, the guy's like, we need to figure out every sicko in the city, he says, and <laughs> we need to shake him down and, and see if Cobra can do that. So then they go into a montage. Oh, yeah. And they play. Um, yeah. So he goes out into the city and he's like talking to people at tattoo parlors and, and he's yeah. with his partner and stuff and they're playing the, another 80s montage yeah. song i think the angel of the city i think it's oh, called man. um check it out it's a humdinger <laughs> um so then during this montage they have ingrid like she's a model and she's like taking pictures and it's this weirdest stuff that they're doing like she's standing in front of these robots and she's wearing like this thing that looks like aluminum foil but it's almost kind of <laughs> like flowy like a flowy kind of garment okay. and she's just like you know doing all the poses and they're playing the montage <laughs> song and i'm like what so are these? they go back and forth between yeah her. they go back and forth between her and cobra oh man this is and um you love a, i love a good montage though i know right it's classic 80s stuff yeah. so um she comes out after the shoot with the photographer and the photographer's like trying to get her into bed and he's like, mm. oh, I'm going to make your career and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I don't want to do that. So um, the security guard comes down and the van is there that's, um, um, the van is there and they're going to like go after the Ingrid because she was the one that saw the the stuff or whatever or saw the guy's face, and they end up running into the security guard by mm. the elevator. So they pin him up against the wall as they like yeah. drive the van into the wall. And then she gets away, and she hides, and then she ends up escaping. So they take her to the hospital, and Cobra's there with his partner, and he's questioning her. And then the female cop sees her at the hospital. Oh, is she... Um, she's part of she... the investigation unit, but she's kind of like... She's not like a main character kind of thing. Was she there at when they were trying to attack her? I think she was in the van, but she didn't get out. Okay. But yeah, the Night Stalker was trying to attack her. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, so she goes back to the Night Stalker and is like, she's in the hospital. You need to go take care of her. So he makes his way to the hospital and he's got this knife that um, it's like this curved shaped blade and it's got like these spikes on the back end and mm. it's got like, uh, brass knuckles kind of thing on the end of it so it's like the, the four holes it. that you hold it yeah like. so he excuse me he stabs this maintenance guy and he takes the maintenance guy's clothes and glasses so he can like walk around inside the hospital <laughs> and he makes his way up to where her um her room is and um i should go back a little bit so the f- cop the female cop is there with night stalker and telling him where he needs to go. And he's like looking in this mirror and he's got like this dead look on his face and he's like shaving himself with this blade or whatever on his face. And she's like, she's going to wreck our new world. She Uh. says, so we need to take care of her and she's going to end the dream or whatever. Mm. So it's like this cult of people are like trying to bring in this new world. Sounds familiar. Yeah. So, 
the Night Stalker goes in, stabs a maintenance guy, and then he starts um, trying to uh, find her and make his way towards her. So then they go back to Cobra, and he's looking at like fingerprints and mug shots at his place, and he's sitting at this computer that's like <laughs> an '80s computer, so right? Old. So it's it's one of those like single unit things, okay? That's got the keyboard in front, and it's got like a little like a tiny little, little tiny screen, like a six <laughs> inch screen on it, and he's like looking up fingerprints and mug shots and stuff. <laughs> and um, his partner calls him up and at the office and he's like, yeah, you know, I was told I was supposed to call you because he was at the hospital. And then he goes back to the office to call Cobra. And he's like, what are you doing at the office? You're supposed to be at the hospital. And then they realize that they basically got the cops out of there so that the night stalker could take care of, right. take care of her. So they quick, you know, Cobra runs there and he tries to, hurry up and get back and as he's leaving his apartment he gets ambushed by these group of guys that are part of the cult Mm -hmm. and he ends up like taking them all out and stuff but he runs down to the hospital and the nurse is doing rounds at the hospital Mm -hmm. regular nurse and then she ends up getting killed by the night stalker so then um you know headquarters basically said that they they took the two guys off the room to come off to come down or whatever and that we need to move her to a safe house um they basically she ends up pulling a fire alarm and then all the the hospital evacuates and he gets away and she gets saved and that's when they're like we need to get her to a safe house so cobra decides that he's not going to stay in the city with her and he's going to take her out of the city um so Our dog is whining in the hallway. It's so annoying. It's very (laughs) frustrating. Um, um, So, Cobra gets in his car and he's driving the Ingrid out of town, right? So, the bad guys end up um, chasing down him, like finding him where he is. Okay. And, uh, they they basically like it starts this whole car chase where he's driving away and Ingrid's in the car with him and he he's got this machine gun with him now too I think he grabbed it from his apartment but he so he's driving away from these bad guys right and he throws his car in reverse and does like a 180 okay and is driving backwards and is shooting oh, the machine gun yes that's classic now i know right like that's probably he was probably one of the first ones to do that though like in the 80s you see that a lot now i feel like yeah but you think if you throw it in reverse when you're going that fast you drop the transmission uh, or something yeah, but so. then they end up driving down by the docks and he ends up flipping his car over by the boat yard so they all get out and then um he realizes that this is like a a group of like a cult group basically. Right. And there's like this army of killers. Hmm. So they're like, we got to get her out of the city. And then they finally get away out of the city and they're, um, um, they have an escort that's following Cobra and Ingrid. Right. So Cobra and Ingrid are in Cobra's car and then the escort with his partner and a couple other cops, one of which is also the female cop. I was going to say, they haven't figured out that this... Yeah, that they have a mole. Um, So they stop at this diner to eat, and they're like having this conversation, Ingrid and Cobra, and and, uh, 
she says to him, she's like, so what do you do to relax? And he's like, I look for trouble. He says, <laughs> um, it's just this. It's like this machismo. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of like they're like getting to know each other kind of thing. So he comes out and he sees the female cop using this payphone outside. Oh, and he's like, sus. you know, yeah, suspicious. Like, what are you, you know, what who you are you do? What are you doing or who are you calling? And she's like, oh, I'm just, you know, checking in with headquarters, blah, blah, blah. Well, then this motorcycle gang shows up at like, coming towards the diner and then he realizes like okay she's 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 a mole or something so they head to this hotel that they had booked or whatever and he's like getting all these guns ready in the hotel and like grenades (laughs) and like loading up all this ammunition there is no way that they would let him back well then this motorcycle gang like starts circling the the place and they're just start shooting up everything they're like shooting up the it's almost like these little um, bungalows you know okay. so they almost look like houses mm-hmm. but they're just individual rooms and they're like separated almost kind of like how mobile mobile parks are okay. laid out okay and so they're like just driving around in circles like just mm-hmm. unloading machine guns and stuff and um so then that happens right when they're getting ready to leave the next morning and they're like throwing fire bombs and starting the houses on fire so ingrid gets in this truck because the car had been wrecked previously and starts driving away. He's like, you know, get out of here. So Cobra goes and he jumps in the back of the truck bed mm-hmm. and he starts shooting at the motorcycle. So she's driving away and then they've got this barricade set up on the road and he's like, drive through it. And she's like, I'm scared. blah blah. And so she ends up like driving right through the middle of this barricade as these two cars set up. And, um, they run into this lemon orchard, this orchard of like lemon trees. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And these guys are chasing him down. And then she run, he's like, go to the foundry, he says. And I'm like, of course, they've got to have this old abandoned foundry in the middle of (laughs) just outside of, yeah, which is exactly what happened in hard target. Remember when we were talking about, yep, I do remember they were running away and then they went to this foundry with all of these like molten metal and stuff. I wonder if it was the same place same soundstage so nancy i guess is the name of this female cop so nancy start starting to shoot at ingrid and stuff so cobra shoots nancy because he was in the foundry because she was going to shoot her she got hers yeah so then she ingrid starts climbing up this ladder and the night slasher goes to grab ingrid and uh she gets away but then he's like we are the future only the strong survive, he says. <laughs> um, and then I think it's Cobra who says this, and he's like, we are the future and you're history, he says. <laughs> so then they have this big fight. Um, actually, right before that, he says, you're going to have to take me in. He's like, you know, you can't just kill me. you got to follow the rules. Right. You're a cop kind of thing. And he's like, Cobra's like, this is where the, how does he say He says, this is where the law stops and I start, he says. <laughs> <laughs> so then they have this big, huge that fight where they're like, fly. this oh. big melee fight back and forth. Cobra gets jumped by Nancy. Mm. Um, and She's not dead yet? I know. So then he's like battling the Night Stalker and then 
they have like these hooks going through on like these conveyor of belts. Of course they do. So he grabs them and he hangs them, hangs up. them up on this hook. Like and, through the back, like punctured them through the back? Yeah, basically. And, and then he ends up like going through this like little arc that's like mm-hmm. got flames shooting out because they're in like this foundry. So you wonder why this foundry is at this lemon orchard. It's Well, it's outside of the orchard, yeah. But Still. it's like everything's active, but there's nobody working there. That's, you know, that's funny must too. Must be a Sunday. But then in the af- <laughs> aftermath, they get on a motorcycle and he rides off with Ingrid, like into the sunset oh. kind of thing. Um, so yeah, Probably that's pretty much the end of the movie. And then another 80s song starts playing right oh, at the end of the yeah. movie. So the trivia that I wanted to mention, actually before Man, I mentioned trivia, like I had said previously where you could actually watch these movies. Um, this one I actually ended up purchasing. It's not anywhere that you no. can watch okay. streaming, but if you're looking for it, um, that's where it oh, is. Oh, man. So the trivia. So what was funny about this is that Stallone was actually cast in Beverly Hills Cop. What is the... Yes, the part that Eddie Murphy plays. No way, that would not... And that would not the reason why he didn't do the movie is because he wanted to rewrite the script. So he wanted total control over the script and the director was not having it. So they, he ended up leaving the project. That was a good call. And for Eddie this was the movie he made. That was very the script. forgettable. Yeah. So he's basically like this eighties cop guy, hmm. you know? So this was his, so this would have been Beverly Hills cop. Potentially had they not. Oh man. I know, right? It was I was a good like, choice for I had that other no idea. Him off yeah, cause. so because that was a good fit for, you know, Eddie Murphy. Um, but That's this a good cop movie too. This movie was actually X-rated because of the violence. What? Yeah. So Nowadays, the, it's like super tame. It would be like PG thirteen. Well, they ended up cutting a lot of the violent scenes out. You know, where like the Night Stalkers killing people and stuff. That's really there were there was more violent stuff in here that they cut out to get the R rating. So I didn't know that either. Wow. Well, even like you think about like the Game of Thrones, like the movies or shows now that are on streaming platforms that are so raunchy and violent. What's that new one? We just watched a trailer for with Emily Blunt. Oh, the the English. English? I mean, we just watched a trailer and I knew that it was going to be brutal. That like it couldn't have been any worse than that and that's tv mature obviously well you think about back in the 80s too they just had the pg rating so they the had R. so a lot of movies that were more tame were g and mm. then they put pg on like what was now pg-13 yeah. and the pg-13 rating i want to say came out in the late 80s they actually created that new yeah so it was basically pg r and then because of the violence yeah, it, I suppose. So you can see yeah. how the culture's kind of shifted as we've oh, man. We're continued to push the envelope. But another thing in the trivia, yeah. so none of the supporting cast or crew were allowed to talk to Stallone during the filming. What? I know, right? And I didn't think he was like that. Well, I guess he was according to some of the people that worked on the movie. Huh. And he like was flirting with Brigitte Nielsen the whole time. And I remember the... There was one quote, I guess, from the director where Stallone was like, you know, let's do this or whatever. You know, get this done at, you know, at this certain time or whatever. And the director's like, well, maybe if you could get your hand off of her butt, we could actually get some filming done kind of thing. <laughs> oh, and then he was, you know, he was, he kind of like 
you know, was better about how he was, you know, working on the film and stuff after that. But mm. it was just like, they were an item. They were, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, and then I oh. guess there also was a sequel planned for this movie, but because it never really took off in the theaters, it never really happened. And that was a good so, choice as well, not to do that. But yeah, that was another thing I read too, is there's actually a scene when the Night Stalker's in the hospital looking for Ingrid. Mm-hmm where they show a pair of boots underneath. Um, they look like tennis shoes to me when I was watching it, but I didn't notice this until after I was reading the trivia afterwards. And it says Rocky on the back of the <gasps> boots. Oh, it does. And the boots are like underneath a hospital bed because yeah. they're watching him like walk through the, the rooms and stuff. And I was like, oh, this little Easter egg yeah. there to look for. So, huh. But yeah, that's it. That's cool, bro. That sounds like a terrible movie, so, and I would not watch that. Thank you for... Not letting me watch that. Yeah, it's or, like I said, it's a real home dinger. But um, it was. I think it's pretty good. I mean, it's a, cl- a classic '80s action. It speaks to the ten-year-old boy in you, doesn't it? Yeah, as most '80s action movies do. So. Yes. But yeah, that's it. Again, thanks for listening. If you want to contact us, we have the Facebook page, um, "Movies My Wife Won't Watch" podcast, and then the Gmail address mmwwpodcast at gmail dot com. If you want to leave feedback or you can go to the anchor page too and leave voice messages actually, I believe. So Sweet. thanks again for listening You're and so we'll see welcome. you on the next one. Bye. Bye.